nerds, welcome to the Post Credit Show. I'm your host, Luce, and I've got my boy, Dino. How are you, brother? Good afternoon, sir. How are we today? Very good, very good. You know, there is a genuine thought in my mind right now that if we overlaid the opening 10 seconds of every podcast we've ever done, I have literally said the same thing word for word every single time. That's good. I will always change what I've got to say, or at least make it slight tweaks, and I will forever do that. (laughs) Well, let's start off with something fun. Today, I would like to wish you a very happy Harry Potter day. Did you know that on this day, in the year 2001, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone opened? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, but it makes sense because I remember seeing it at the end of my year six school year, and obviously this is like getting to the brass tacks at the end of the year. So yeah, no, that makes sense. It was around this time. A few other, few other big things that came out on this day in certain years. We got Home Alone in 1990, <coughs> which... Uh, I don't think anyone really understood what kind of beast that would become. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Um, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've watched that movie so many times. It's so stupid. I it's love so it so much. It's so funny. It's so great. <laughs> um, Rocky Five. Yeah. Also in 1990. I don't know if anyone actually knows what happened in that, though. I don't, I don't remember. I, I don't even know I definitely there was don't. a Rocky Five. <laughs> well, I knew there was one, but I just don't remember what happened. And of course, one of my personal favourites, House, 2004, season one debuts. It's not lupus. My God, is Hugh Laurie just the most incredible actor in television back then? My first film was Stuart Little when he played the dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, how shocked were you to hear his, Brit- like his, his legitimate British accent? I'm gonna, I'm gonna divulge something to you right now. I probably would never watched a full episode of House. I'm angry! Now, don't get me wrong, I love the actor and everything here, but, um, yeah, I think there's something you're gonna have to show me, mate. It's definitely lupus. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, and you call yourself a pop culture nerd. Yeah, what right do you have? (laughs) It, It goes to the stages, I think, at around the time, what year was house released? 2004, so you were like three. 2004, 14. Yeah, I was starting to get interested in like hanging out with friends. And Harry Potter, apparently. Harry Potter, uh, meeting girls. But yeah, no, um, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing when House was on. Man, I loved House. I, I thought it was such a good series. Um, definitely, definitely one of my favourites. Like, I, I was never really into those medical mystery kind of shows. But Hugh Laurie's portrayal of a doctor who was just so tortured and, and dealing with so many, dealing with addiction and dealing with heartbreak and how he navigated that whole world was just, oh, what a beautiful story. Speaking of beautiful stories, in the wonderful words of Cody Rhodes. What do you guys want to talk about? Um, look, we've got a few things that we'd planned to talk about. But um, I don't know. I'm kind of just interested to see where we are. Last week was such a massive week, right? Last week was huge. We had the Marvels. We had Loki. And then now we're kind of in this, like, anticipation, waiting for the next thing to come, which we know is Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, which we know is all these other things on the horizon. Uh, We got, I think it's What If coming very soon. 
I know. Today was a big day in pop culture. Let me tell you some of the things that happened today. So, you know, it is it is Thursday the 16th of November. By the time you guys all hear this, it should be Sunday. So, um, But, holy shit, today was a big day. Let's start with the bad. Let's start with the bad. As reported by The Hollywood Reporter and The Rolling Stone magazine, Avengers Kang Dynasty loses director Destin Daniel Cretton. Right. What does that mean for Avengers Kang Dynasty? So, is Ken, Kang Dynasty is supposed to be the next one of the Avengers namesake, right? Mm-hmm. Because then you've got Secret Wars, which is following that. But I think they follow them pretty closely. Right? I, I, think that, I think Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars is essentially um, Endgame Part 1, Endgame Part 2 yeah. of this phase. Yeah, okay. No, I, I get that one. Yeah. Now, for, for context, Destin Daniel Cretton is the director of Shang-Chi. And is going on to direct Shang-Chi, as well as Wonder Man, a new series that Marvel announced today as well. Right. You've mm. been busy today. Oh boy. I haven't been busy. I'm not Marvel. I wish I was Marvel. You've been busy consuming Kevin, the content. can you hire me, please? Can I get a hire? So, Destin Daniel Cretton, no longer attached to Avengers Kang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. There is very, very loud rumours going on because apparently now I don't know and I don't want to comment on active court cases but from what I understand as we speak um, Jonathan Major's case is going through the courts at the moment Mm -hmm. now my general feeling and again not commenting on the validity of the case it's not our place to do so um, but my general feeling is if Marvel have made such a big move today while this is going on, it does raise the question whether or not they have been telegraphed something that we are yet to find out. Mm. I'm I'm interested to see where this lands because like the Loki series was something we just got fresh off the back of. We enjoyed Jonathan Major's role and he's acting in that so so damn well. So I'm I'm just, I'm hoping it's not true, or I'm hoping what we get is a different version of that, but at the end of the day, like, you hate it when these things leak in. So here's the thing, right? So we've just come off Loki Season 2, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. But, Loki Season 2 was filmed in 2022. Majority of it? It was filmed before Jonathan Majors was arrested. Okay. Alright, Yeah. And given the the black hole that was content during the um, the, stri- the Screen Actors Guild and the Writers Guild of America strikes, I don't think Disney had the opportunity to reshoot anything. Right. Yeah. So it raises the question: Was Jonathan Majors dropped, and we just haven't been told yet? Potentially. I mean. You'd think something like that would be like would come out. Like we got leaks about even things that were in the Marvels that were like supposedly big hush hush things. And there's certain reporters out there that do you know a really good job and are close to all these things. But God, I don't I don't know. I I can't. I don't think it would be able to be kept because if someone was dropped, then wouldn't their feelings kind of come out and show? Wouldn't they say something, make a comment? Yep, yeah, maybe. 
you know, but we don't know how that conversation went. You know, there are non-compete clauses and non-disclosure agreements that may be in place that are preventing Jonathan Majors or anyone else attached to the project from saying anything. You know, in, in a time where a lot of these actors were not allowed to do media, were not allowed to speak in public as a part of the strike, maybe this is old news. We don't know. Mm. And this is the thing. This is all speculation. All we know right now is that the Avengers Kang Dynasty no longer has a director attached to it. Okay. So yeah, running with that, um, what do you think is... Let's let's hypothetically go through this for a second there. Let's say that's the case. The movie is no longer as a, as a major thing on, on, on the schedule. What do you think is the next move? What's the pivot? Doctor Doom. You think Doom? Yeah. Yeah, look, they've got some good characters up their sleeve and Doom is one that hasn't been utilised correctly. New rock stars were talking about Doctor Doom and they made... uh, Sorry, they were talking about Loki Season 2, Episode 6, the finale of the later season. And they did actually make a reference when they were doing a few breakdowns and having a look at Easter eggs that is it possible that the variant that Mobius and Renslayer went to uh, distinguish of... uh, Sorry, went to get rid of was a childhood Victor Von Doom. Yeah, I saw that exact same... Um, He's based that, in that Latvia, same piece, yeah. which is around that kind of European Black Sea kind of area. And throughout the comic books, his uh, his location, like his um, history, kind of jumps around that kind of region. So it is possible. Yeah, no, I, if that's the only thing we've got, I mean, obviously it's drawing a long shot, but at the same time, like, we are here for the long shots. And if we noticed it, surely Marvel must have gone, hey, there's a way There's a way for us to get there. I don't think they do anything not on purpose. Like, I'm, I'm under that, I'm under that in, like, impression that they do nothing not on purpose. There's Easter eggs in every single sentence almost ushered. Do you know what? At some point during the history of this podcast, we are going to get a director or a producer or someone involved with the making of something Marvel to come on and tell us how it all works. That would be fun. That would be awesome. It'd be nice to get the breakdown of like that. But then also, if there's active projects, it's very hard for them to speak about. Well, they wouldn't stuff. be able to tell us anything. Yeah, secretive, obviously. Again, non-disclosure agreements that are in place. Um, but look, that's that's all the bad news. But there's still a fair bo- fair bit more news to go, which means there's a lot of good news. Hit me with it. The first thing that I saw this morning when I opened my phone was. Pedro Pascal, everybody's favourite Mandalorian, cast as Mr. Fantastic. I saw that too. Uh, New Rockstars was the one that I saw it on as well. Like, those guys are obviously straight on that kind of stuff. But not just them. Not just them. Was there more? There was IGN, there was Comic Book Resource, there's a whole bunch of places talking about it, and it just like lit a fuse in in the ether like it just completely blew up the entire internet for about 15 20 minutes yeah right interestingly enough for the rest of the day the number one trending topic on twitter sorry x was hashtag john krasinski Uh, look, to me, man, it's a red herring. Like, that's what I want to believe. I want to believe John Krasinski is our guy and because he did such a great job. Like, I, honestly, he was... His entry, his his speech, everything about him, apart from his, you know, untimely demise, was the highlight of the Doctor Strange movie for me because I loved the Fantastic Four. It was one of the biggest Marvel movies that came out. Now, obviously, that didn't hit the same way a lot of the Marvel movies now hit, 
But Fantastic Four was big because yeah. it came out around that time that there wasn't as many projects. Yeah. Uh, thing is, though, from what I've read, from what I've heard, and n- again, we're, we're talking speculatively here, uh, John Krasinski's turned it down. Yeah, it's a it's a big role, isn't it? Like, getting into something like that. Getting into a role, especially the new Tony Stark, essentially, of the yeah. of the new era. Like, it's a lot to take on, because you're going to be in a lot more than just your own personal Fantastic Four movies, well, Avengers thing, movies. John Krasinski is a prolific director. Oh, Quiet Place. Incredible. 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 Well-told story. Um, so, you know, I I wonder whether or not the commitment to uh, the, the commitment to Marvel is too great for what he sees himself doing. Maybe. And that's going to be the problem that a lot of these guys that signed the big contracts early on, they didn't really know. And then a lot of the guys that came along partway through were younger guys, like your Tom Hollands and stuff like that, who came along and signed these mega contracts, like when it was always big and yeah. when it was at its height and people wanted to be a part of it for 10 years. Yeah. But like these established actors that we would love to see more of, maybe it's a big bite. Maybe it's a big, a lot to take on. Now, look, the, the inside rumor is that the reason why they're struggling to find the right person to play Mr. Fantastic is because the script as it currently stands is very Sue Storm focused. Okay. Mr. Fantastic is very much a secondary character at this point. Right. But I'm like, if any actor worth their weight in gold understands who the fuck Mr. Fantastic is, that is going to be a completely irrelevant point. Because no matter how important Mr. Fantastic is in the first Fantastic Four movie, he will become the center of the MCU. He would be big, yeah. And, like, you'd love to see more of the Illuminati fleshed out, even, possibly. Like, the the teams that don't just involve their standalone movies. Like, well, look, here's the thing. In the Marvels, when we saw Beast pop up with Monica Rambeau's mother, Photon. Who did Monica Rambeau's mother play in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Marvel? Yeah, it was... Fucking Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think that costume that she was wearing in that final scene with Beast was Photon's costume. Yeah, okay. I think that was her Captain Marvel costume. I think Monica Rambeau has landed in that same universe that we saw in Doctor Doctor Strange. Yeah, which would be interesting. But then I believe also at the same time, didn't Beast mention Charles? In the post-credit scene, yeah. Am I am I imagining that? No, I'm pretty sure he mentioned. I thought Charles. he said something about Charles. We don't know where she like. We don't know when she landed though. This is the yeah. thing. Space and time is 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 loose all over the place. So she could have landed. Uh, I mean, fuck. We don't know. We don't know. There's so much. There's so much crossroads. There's so much going on. And you know, there's so many characters that I'm only just thinking of now that I want to see more of, like uh, America Chavez and yeah, and all that. she was great. She yeah. was fun. Now, look, while we're still talking about Marvel, another announcement was made today, and I'm really fucking stoked about it. We know that we've got Deadpool 3 coming in May next year. Um, I cannot wait to see Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman on the same screen together. Finally. Finally. It's like, a, it's like a romance story that no one ever thought they'd get to see on the big screen. But news has broken today that Liv Shriver, Sabretooth is back as well. Yeah, yeah, he was great in that first um, X-Men Origins movie. Um, he played a good, evil, older brother to 
to uh, James Howlett's Logan's Wolverine's character. Yeah. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually God. That movie's gonna be it's gonna be huge. There's so much now, and now they're just not just borrowing from the Fox universe, but they're borrowing from the Marvel universe. Dude, I'm even hearing rumors that Elektra is gonna be in the movie. Elektra. Elektra. And I'm like, how? I mean, like, they can do whatever they want now, can't they? This fucking thing is going to end up becoming the next fucking Avengers. Yeah, I, I think you, I think you might be right there. I think there's a little bit of that going on for sure. And you know what? Like, if if we end up with a Wolverine and Deadpool headed up Avengers, and 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 that somehow moves down the path of introducing the Fantastic Four and Victor Von Doom being the big bat, I'm fucking here for it. Well, for this one. <laughs> I truly believe they're going to go with the Deadpool Kills the Universe storyline. I think line. so too. I think because I think they so have too. it with Fox. They have it lined on a silver fucking platter. They're going to have it with Fox. Deadpool kills the universe. It, it's got to happen. I think so as well. And like, man, what a way to welcome Deadpool into the, into the, the, the MCU. And for those of us listening that doesn't realize that reference there is a comic book series and an arc where deadpool literally kills the universe and everyone in it now we don't know whether or not that's what the movie is going to be based on so i'm going to tentatively say if you haven't read that comic book series head down to your local comic book shop and get your collection like get get started on that like you just just do it trust me you'll love it we don't know, and um, we, we do know that Marvel likes to deviate from time to time from the script, as it were, so yeah, there might not be too many spoilers, but just bear, in, bear that in mind. Um, but yeah, holy shit, this is going to be a really, really exciting development. Sad news with regards to Jonathan Majors, but hopefully Marvel are able to think on their feet and, uh, I guess, rescue what some people deem to be the blandest storytelling arc. I don't know, man. I think I think they're fucking telling a great story. Look, at the end of the day, people hated Thor the Dar- uh, with, with Thor 2. People hated Avengers Age of Ultron. They fucking hate it. James Spader as Ultron, I thought was the most brilliant casting that I'd seen oh, for a long time. God. That voice was just so good. People hated it. But in hindsight, the Infinity Saga is a masterpiece. Oh, the, the whole thing is a masterpiece. And to be fair, I actually didn't mind Thor The Dark World. I was a big Thor fan when I was younger, so like that was a very easy one for me. Mm. I enjoyed it. I, But uh, I don't think there's a Marvel movie I don't enjoy. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Moving outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but still tangentially related, Madam Web. The trailer dropped today. Madam Web, Sony Spider-Verse. I have not seen the trailer. Um, I don't spoil it for me, but just give us some, give us a little bit of juice. Look, obviously, Sony Spider Verse that doesn't in- currently include our current version of Peter Parker, i.e., Tom Holland, or does it? We don't know. Okay. We don't know yet because we do know that Sony does have a fair amount of control over what happens with Spider Man. Mm. And we have seen a very brief moment of a crossover there in Venom when when Venom crossed over in uh, into Multiverse of Madness, the Avengers universe, for a brief moment. So we don't know what implications this movie's going to have. Who knows? It might be a part of a grand coming together. But essentially, you've got Madam Web, you've got Spider Girl, you've got Spider Woman, you've got a whole bunch of different characters throughout throughout uh, comic book history. Madam Web is a really popular comic book. 
series based inside the Spider-Man universe. Um, I'm not going to ruin it for you. There is a lot of really, really cool shit that goes on in this trailer. There is another black Spider-Man-ish looking costume in this, and it, it certainly gives me some throwback feels, some, th some, some throwback vibes. Mm -hmm. um, who fucking knows where this one's going, man? Like, the Sony, the Sony universe, the Sony Marvel universe has been so miss, 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 hit, miss, miss, miss. So we die, like, Mobius, uh, Morbius. Fuck me dead, what a bad movie. It hurts me to say it, because I was, I'm always a massive fan of Jared Leto. Like, uh, I was a 30 Seconds of Mars kid growing up. Like, he won an Oscar for a great movie that I loved, Dallas Buyers Club. He was in a movie that I loved with Nicolas Cage, Lord of War, yep. back in 2003. Like, there is so many good movies that have him in it. Um, Requiem for a Dream. Oh my Far god, out. what a performance. Right? Oh my god. That movie has lived in my brain rent-free for 20 years. <laughs> Every time I think of Darren Aronofsky... I was about to say, yeah, Darren Aronofsky. I, just, yeah. I still need to see The Whale. Yeah, I still yes. haven't seen it. We'll get there, we'll yeah. get there. Um, but yeah, man, like, Morbius was just absolute, utter trash. It felt rushed. It felt so rushed. Do you know what? Like, I'm not going to go into detail about where I work, but my place of employment ran a competition for visitors to my venue where they were giving away, you had to enter this competition on social media, they were giving away tickets to see Morbius on its second release after it was originally released, bombed, and then people made it a viral sensation because it was that bad, and then Sony thought, oh shit, people want to see this again, and they dropped it back in cinemas and it's still bombed. Um, <laughs> that was like, that that moment for me it makes me smile. There was such a funny time, it's Morbin time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, we ran this competition at my workplace, and ten people won free double passes. Do you want to guess how many people came in and picked up their double passes? How many? None. Oh, no. We couldn't fucking give tickets away to that trash. Yeah, look, it's a hard one. I wanted it to be good. I've, I like vampire movies. Like, one of my favorite movies of all time is um, The Lost Boys. Oh, like, yes. So it's With River Phoenix. Oh, with friggin', um... Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else? There's, there's so many names in that. But yeah, it's one of my favourite movies of all time. And you just, you always want, you know, a vampire movie or those old dark stories to go back to that way of telling. But yeah, that one was, I don't know. Like, Matt Smith was good in moments, but he was like mm. campy in others. So it's like, it was hard to connect. He was better in House of the Dragon. He's great. I liked him a lot. I liked him in that um, Terminator Genesis. Yeah, he had a small part, but I liked yeah. him. Yeah, look, I mean, and this is the thing: like Sony's Spider-Man universe has had Venom, fantastic movie. Venom, let there be gar uh, carnage. What the fuck? Yeah, that was a bit of a letdown. Morbius. What the fuck? Now we've got uh, we've got Madam Web coming up, and I'm hopeful because after Madam Web, we've got Craven the Hunter, and honestly, by the trailer, it looks like. It's a no from me. Really? See, I got completely opposite vibes. Really? Yeah, opposite as fuck. Like, I saw Craven the Hunter trailer, and I'm like, my boy, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, he's going at it. He's going hard. Well, look, it's about time he got the fucking limelight after his brief stint in the MCU. I Honestly, the movie for him, for me, like, he was great in that. Uh, go, back to, go back to Age of Ultron. He was great in that. Mm. Uh, there was Kick-Ass. Yes. Which was a very young, campy version of him. Fuck me, I loved that movie. And then the movie that sold me on he could play anything 
anything was Bullet Train. Yeah, right. I actually haven't seen Bullet Train. I highly suggest watching it. It's a fun movie. I'll watch that when you watch The Office and House. How's that sound? That is unfair. (laughs) (laughs) We are talking about years worth of content versus single movie. (laughs) But look, I mean, the the, the difficult thing with the Sony Spider-Verse is there was a Sinister Six movie that was in the plans. They started to flesh that out when they started uh, when they rebooted Spider-Man. Um, it just kind of disappeared. We never really saw it go anywhere. Uh, Nightwatch, uh, Nightwatch, uh, El Muerto is supposedly uh, a movie that Bad Bunny is potentially going to be uh, involved with. Um, so there's there's some really interesting things coming up. Um, the where I think Sony have absolutely fucking nailed it. Welcome to the Spider-Verse. Yeah. The oh, Spider-Verse movies killed it. are absolutely insane. That is a series I'm literally, like, I'm actually hanging out for the next one. Oh. Like, I'm hanging out for the next one. They are such good movies. Amazing. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of that style of animation, and I, I don't go out of my way to watch animation that isn't made by Seth MacFarlane. But, you know, here we are, we're talking about uh, an animated movie, two animated movies that just absolutely blew my fucking brains away. It, it's a different style of animation that's come back, and it's very different, because obviously they were trying to, for a time there when Pixar got a hold of a lot of things, properties, they were going in the way of trying to make it look as real as possible as mm. the technology improved. Now we're going back to leaning into the comic-y, cartoonish styles a bit more. Like that new Ninja Turtles movie came out, and I heard that was pretty good. That looks so good. I'm actually going to watch that this weekend. I heard that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, look, so many things coming out, so much to talk about, so much stuff. In fact, when we talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, that right there, it has just clicked in my head. That right there was my entry into pop culture. Right. Yeah, okay. I very distinctly remember having all of the the first ever animated TMNT VHS tapes. <laughs> and I'd started collecting them, and when I started not getting A's in school, my parents would confiscate them from me so I couldn't watch them. Well, I mean, you, you are carbon dating yourself a little bit here, my friend, but at yeah, the same time, well, Ninja well. Turtles, Shredder, what a bad guy. Oh, man. Vanilla Ice. Splinter. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know if anyone gets that reference. If you get it, you've got to message me and tell me you get it because I feel old. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, so that's that's what Sony are doing. And then we move over to another big one. Um, I, I don't know whether or not you saw today. Uh, Monarch, the new Apple TV series about uh, Legacy of Monsters and Godzilla um. has dropped three clips from the opening episode. Three one point one and a half minute clips from the opening episode. Oh my god. We are about to get something really fucking special, man. Where did you see these? I'll I'll have to link them to you. I'll I'll put them in the links when we post all of the uh, when we post this week's episode. Uh it looks fucking incredible. But what really blows me away is you've got Monarch coming out this Friday. Is it this it week? Is this fucking Why do Friday. I think it was next week. No, it's this Friday. I love that. But then you've got um the new Godzilla, the Japanese Godzilla movie that's oh, come minus out. Minus one. Minus one that's starting to uh, get reviews. It is the first movie in 10 years to have a 100% fresh rating from the fucking critics. Wow. Are we talking, when we talk critics, are we talking like, Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, okay. 
So, like, we're about to get two of the... I think we're about to get two of the best Godzilla-related properties within fucking days of each other. Mm. Mm. I'm I'm overly stimulated right now. I can't even think. <laughs> your eyes just rolled into the back of your head again. I did. They did. <laughs> I, we all did. <laughs> See, that... that. <laughs> yes. That is my knee. <laughs> sure. Wink, wink. <laughs> but look, um, so much content is coming out. And look, I'm, I'm almost certain that I've forgotten something. In fact, I'm pretty fucking sure that I've forgotten something. Well, I think this is the best thing about having a podcast that always has other episodes, is that we're going to get to, through all of it eventually, but it's going to take years. I did forget something. What if? Oh yeah, the trailer uh, for What If drops today as well. Is it the trailer today? I haven't seen a trailer. Yep, the trailer drops today. Okay, I've got some stuff to do tonight, and then I reckon we should catch up for a little powwow sometime early, maybe even the weekend. Fuck, actually, you know what? There's so many other things that I've completely forgotten about. Zac Efron's new movie, uh, uh, um, The Wrestler. Okay, The Wrestler, the the Iron Claw. Yeah. Um, Firstly, as a WWE fan, as we all know, if you've listened to, I think it was episode three or four or whatever it was, where Sam and I caught up and spoke wrestling, um, I'm so stoked about this. Now, my understanding is that this movie is exceptionally good, that Zac Efron was really, really stoked with how it came out. I think he said something about it being, it was um, transformative. Um, We're going to get to see a very, very sexy, buff-looking Zac Efron, which I'm okay with. But, like, it also reminds me that there's also another project in the works that's supposed to come out next year. Now, I don't know if it's been delayed or not, with Chris Hemsworth playing Hulk Hogan. I heard about this. Yeah, man. I did hear about this. Like, holy shit, that's going to be insane. I reckon he could do it. I reckon he could do it as well. I'm pretty sure he signed on to do it. Like, it's actually a thing. But his range is, like... We, oh. There's always well, roles. you know what, brother. <laughs> there's, there's ranges where he just goes into a role and you're just like, nah, mate, this is going to be his undoing, and then kills it, kills it. Um, the other thing that I also wanted to mention is fucking Ridley Scott. So we're 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 talking about all of these amazing fucking directors who keep on bitching and bagging about superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Ridley Scott, who directed the Napoleon movie that's about to come out. Um, says that he's directed super superhero films with fucking better stories. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what comic book superhero stories he's ever directed. Like, can Maybe someone... he's talking about Exodus, like we're talking about, like, the Bible. I don't know what he's referring to. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, Alien. I mean, there's, sure, it's like, there's adaptions, but it's not... not Definitely not what he's referring to, right? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like he, it, But, like, man, if you don't like comic book movies, don't fucking watch comic book movies. Yep. Seriously, bro. Like, I'm, I'm never going to shit on the guy's quality of talent because he's a fucking phenomenal... Like, like there, there are a handful of directors of, in the current generation. You know, you've got your Ridley Scotts, you've got your James Cameron, you've got your Tim Burton. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg's. Um, you know, I would even go so far as to say John Favreau, the Russo brothers. You know, like you've 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 got these directors who will just like for for decades will transcend their work. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like but a- like, bro, we get it. You don't like comic book movies? Move on. 
these guys are old school. It's it's hard for them to see and the new evolution of things. Like a movie that made less money back in the day could be profitable at the cinemas because of like stuff like the DVD releases that followed it. But now it's a lot lot harder for it to be profitable. So a lot of those movies don't get the limelight they should. And you know, obviously, our time to in the sh- in, our time in the sun is now. Like we've getting we're getting all spoiled with all the superhero movies and the comic book movies and mm. the super stuff that wouldn't happen in real life. But um, I, I do get it. But we we're blessed. In other good news, uh, Mortal Kombat Two mm-hmm. has resumed filming with Carl Urban playing not Kano, uh, Johnny Cage. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about that. Like I, I almost feel like Kano in the games was modelled after Carl Urban. It's so uncanny. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know, like fucking Tony Stark and, and Robert Downey yeah. Jr., they just looked like it was just the perfect cast. And like, when, when, I, when I heard Carl Urban mentioned, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, Kano. Johnny Cage? And, and you, look at, you look at Billy Butcher, and yeah. you just slap that metal red eye on him. That's it's Kano. Done. It's, it's done. The it's job's there. done. The, jo- the story writes itself. So the like accent. Was... Keep the accent. Keep it all. So look, honestly, I'm 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 not going to shit on it because I want to see how it goes. Yeah. Um, uh, but the other thing that I was really interested to see is that there was a big tease today coming out from Aaron Moriarty about The Boys season four. Okay. So apparently that is uh, they're, they're they're closing in on a, a release date which we should know about in the next two weeks. So that's really exciting, man. There's a lot of shit to come up. I think there's. I think we've nailed so much, and there's so much to digest. I'm going to go away and actually watch the trailers and everything Do you it. mentioned, and then I'm going to come back and give my interpretations, maybe in a small section of the next one. Fuck yeah. So yeah, look, it's been a, it's been a fucking wild week, bro. It's been a wild, it's been a wild day. Like, holy shit. A lot um, has happened in one day. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like it was just yesterday that we released an episode, and now here we are talking about how much the world has changed in 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, but look, uh, obviously Monarch is coming out on uh, Friday, so really fucking excited about that. So maybe we can talk a bit about that next week and, and see what we think, and yeah. talk a bit about the monster universe. I like that. I've, I've become a big fan of it. Uh, the Godzilla 2014 movie was underrated as yeah. fuck. It's so good. Do you remember that Godzilla movie with the the green logo that had the fucking U2 song to it and it was all like weird and then there was like all these Godzilla eggs. Was that the one with Matthew Broderick? Yeah, that was so bad. I liked it. (laughs) It was so bad. I was was a dinosaur fan. I liked anything like dinosaur-y. Let's talk about monster movies next week. Dinosaurs, monster movies. Dinosaurs, monsters, fucking anything that goes bump in the night. Bump in the night. It's more than time. I love it. Uh, cool. All right, guys, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Uh, have a really great weekend, and uh, we will see you next week. Peace out, guys. Deuces. Hey, Dean. Yeah, man. So a bloke runs into a bar, and he runs up to the bartender, and he's panting and exhausted. He walks up and runs up to the bartender and goes, Hey, 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 give me ten shots of whiskey. The bartender starts pouring ten shots. Quick, 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 quick. Pouring ten shots really quickly. And he skulls them. One, two, three, four, five, six, all the way to ten. And he goes, okay, give me another ten. One, two, three, four, five, six. And the bartender is doing it rather slowly. So quick, 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 quick. And the bartender turns around to him and goes, man, what are you got to be so quick for? And the guy turns around to the bartender and says, man, you'd be quick too if you had what I have. And the bartender's like, well, what do you have? Five bucks.
Uh, it took me off guard, but it still sucks. <laughs> See you guys. Bye.